and welcome in to a brand new episode of Weekly Fantasy Basketball. I am your host, Ian Garfinkel, and today we have our guest, Evan Goldstein. I was on his podcast, now he's on mine, and we are going to be doing a Blake Griffin is heading to Brooklyn episode. Hello, Evan. Welcome in. Uh, great to be here, Ian. Just, I guess, thanks for having me. Okay, thank you for coming on. And let's get straight into it. Awesome. What we'll be doing this episode is the effect that Blake Griffin leaving will have on the Pistons, the effect it will have on the Nets, and the effect it will have on Blake Griffin. And then at the end, we'll cap it off with a should you start Blake Griffin in fantasy. So, Sounds awesome. Yep. Let's get straight into it. Number one. Um, the way it will affect the Pistons. So there are many forwards on the Pistons, including Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey, Josh Jackson, Sekou Dumbuya, Mason, Mason Plumlee, and Isaiah Stewart. Those are pretty much their main forwards. They do have other forwards, but they won't really be affected because they haven't played much. But the only player who I would say is going to be affected in a bad way is Delon Wright, maybe a couple other point guards, because his assists will go down because, of course, Having Blake Griffin, even though he's not averaging the best points this season, he's still Blake Griffin. So it's a nice guy who who you can pass to, and he'll help you get those assists. So Dylan Wright might be the only one who is affected um, in a bad way, but all those guys I just listed listed they will be affected in good ways because their playing time will go up as a forward. Blake Griffin <clears throat> has left the team, and they're all forwards. So. Uh, I would not say like players like Sekou Dumbuya would be worth rostering. I already had uh, Sadiq Bey on my waiver wire. And then Isaiah Stewart, if you go to research in Yahoo Fantasy Basketball, it'll show that he's one of them. And I would say he's possibly worth rostering. Watch him for two, three games, see how it see how it plays off. And if he if he gets over five rebounds and over 10 points, then roster him. So especially Jeremy Grant on this list and Josh Jackson, who's kind of been inconsistent there. You should see uh, that you should see their production go way up. So Evan, what do you think on this one? I mean, I don't think it will affect them in a big way only because, well, Blake Griffin, he's not even top three on the Pistons for points per game, nor rebounds per game. And he is third in assists per game, showing that he doesn't really contribute in a big way. And then also lately, well, they haven't even been playing uh, Blake Griffin. So I expect the Pistons' production to stay in line with how they are playing now. So because of those two reasons, I would agree with you, Ian. I don't think that there will be a big effect. Now, actually, I have one question for you. Do you think as, as an overall, do you think the Pistons will play better or worse than they have in the past? Um. I could see both. Uh, of course, as as a fan of the NBA, it's amazing to see when certain players get injured, and then it's awesome to see those other players step up. So maybe they'll win a couple games, as the Trailblazers have with their multiple injuries with CJ McCollum and Nurkic out. But overall, you'd rather have that player uh, just on your lineup. So I think it'll affect them. Uh, I think they'll be a bit worse, but they'll show some sparks, 
and they'll get they'll get to see more the Pistons fans will get to see more of other players. All right, next up, and by the way, that was that was, those were some awesome stats, Evan. And next up, though, we have the effect it will have on the Nets. So, um, his shooting should be better because it was actually pretty bad on the Pistons, but. It won't affect many players because he won't be starting. But players like Bruce Brown and Nicholas Claxton, who have been getting all their production, um, actually Claxton mostly, but um, Bruce Brown has been starting sometimes. But they they'll they'll probably not be as good because having Blake Griffin on your team definitely changes some stuff. But um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they're really they they'll be they'll be affected on a huge on huge um on a huge level but um still they will probably not play as good and pretty much yeah so evan what's your take on this one well what, something that i found actually really interesting was that and although this is, this is actually kind of quite surprising to me although they are one of the best teams in the league uh the Nets said that they're not even going to be starting blake griffin having him on as a bench player. So because of that, I don't think it will have a big effect on the Nets. But after all, well, he is Blake Griffin. So I think that it will improve the team. But only but since he's a great bench player, I don't think it will change the team in a way like James Harden did when he got signed. But again, as I said before, I think it could improve them, but just not in a way that I think could change the, like, the future of the Nets this year. Maybe have them. I don't think that'll be the difference between one of the best teams or worst teams in the league for the second half of the season. All right, nice, nice little um, talk there. I could, I could see all of that happening, and I'd actually say that's that's a great that's a great prediction. And next up, we have um, we have the effect it'll have on Blake Griffin himself. So um, I think that his minutes will go down as. I can. I think Evan will think that too, but he will be more efficient. Um, his shooting wasn't very good, um, but it should it should probably get better because he won't play as much. Having Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden um, on your team can definitely rock your numbers. But I think he will do okay. Uh, okay, compared to how he was doing before considering he wasn't doing very well anyways evan what do you think on this one well you actually kind of read my mind uh i do agree with you i think that it will maybe have his numbers drop a little bit but then again i mean i think that he could also play better with the pistons only because i think that again his with his higher minutes at the pistons as i said before that means that that could also cause higher numbers but with all the great players, or all the great passing that goes on, on on the Nets offense, I think that, again, I think he could even play better on the Nets. As I said before, with all the passing that goes on. Uh, with the Pistons, he averaged 30 minutes a game. And as I said before, I do expect that number to fall. But he didn't really produce great numbers, averaging 10, 12 points a game. And I, you also read my mind there saying that having those great players like James Harden could really – rock your numbers as a player. So again, I think that his consistency might drop, but I think that his um I think that his, his potential could uh 
Cook could be bigger, but I think that like the worst he could play could be even worse. Because I, I mean, Kevin Durant, if he's if he stays injured, and I think uh, Griffin will play great. If he comes back soon, then I think you could see his minutes decrease even from the 25, 20 minute standpoint. So it really just depends on what you want. As an overall, I think that this move is better for Blake Griffin only because I, I think as a player, I think that even if you don't have a lot of minutes, but if you can just get good numbers, good points, rebounds, assists, even if you don't play a lot, I think a player would be happy with that. And me looking at Blake Griffin, I think that this is a better move for Blake Griffin. Yeah, I could that I would agree with that. I mean, being on the Nets, of course, they're passing. And then the facilitators as Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, excuse me, and James Harden. So that's that's a good take. And then lastly, should you start Blake Griffin in fantasy basketball? So points leagues and categories leagues could be a bit different because um, his three-point percentages, his field goal percentages, all of that, as I'm looking at the list, it's just really bad. So that's going to lose you a lot of points in in if you're in a points leagues. But in category, it only kind of racks up maybe one, maybe two categories. And then also if you include field goals made. But um, I, as I said before, he should be playing better. He's only averaging 12.3 points, 5.2 rebounds, and 3.9 assists so i could so he's his assists are definitely gonna drop um his rebounds might go up just a couple and let him and claxton are gonna pretty much share that bench proportion and then um his points i could see them dropping maybe just a couple uh he's still he's still a good scorer but I wouldn't I wouldn't see him I wouldn't see those numbers really going up very much. If you do have better options, then then you could go for them. But after all, as Evan said, he is Blake Griffin and that's just he's just an amazing basketball player. So assuming you don't have those better options, then he's not a decent he's not he's not bad. He's only averaging one point six turnovers and 0.7 steals. So almost a steal there. You got inconsistent steals, but still maybe every other game. And then 71 free throw percentage, pretty good for a big man. And then field goal percentage, you don't like it at all. 36%. But um I think I think that he's probably worth starting considering the new environment. And I just really like the way the Nets offense plays. So I'd say unless you have better options, he's a pretty good start. Evan, what do you think? Well, something that I kind of find interesting is that you think that if you think that uh, Blake Griffin will do better in Brooklyn, then he'll do just as good in fantasy with Brooklyn. Uh, you'd think that there would be a correlation, but actually there's not because I think that his minutes will drop, but his, his numbers could go up. Well, in fantasy league, this is great because fantasy is not going to – or your, your fantasy scores won't be moved by how many minutes he gets. So as long as his numbers goes up, then I think that's fine for his fantasy value. So I think he could improve on the next offense uh, fantasy-wise. Now, is he worth starting? I would say once Kevin Durant comes back, 
I think he's a guy that you should have on your bench. Maybe some guy that maybe someone gets injured who's your starter, then I would definitely put him in. But again, for now, Katie's still injured. So until Kevin Durant comes back, I well, I guess for now to whenever he comes back, I think that he's a guy who you should definitely be, or Blake Griffin's definitely a guy who you should be starting right now in fantasy basketball, whether it's categories league or just uh, points leagues. Um. Once again, amazing insights on what to do with Blake Griffin. And, wow, that was quick. We are already wrapping up this Blake Griffin Heads to Brooklyn episode. I would like to thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. Evan, I had an amazing time. Um, we We are wrapping up this episode. I will be back with another episode Next week, um, watch Blake Griffin, see how he does. Maybe we were wrong, maybe we were, maybe we were right. But um, that's it for the day. Thanks, Evan, for coming on. And I'll see you next time. Okay, bye.